one, two, one, two. Good evening. Good evening. It's nice watching you all catch up with one another. You all good? Oh, well, I'm sounding a bit, aren't I? Poor me. <laughs> Poor me. Oh, come on. Poor me. I get much more sympathy than you. They feel sorry for me. I sound worse than what I feel, but I am on antibiotics. I can't remember the last time I got issued antibiotics. So, um, but God has been good. I must be da. I must be poorly robbed, they reckon. <laughs> but I'm not confessing that. Because God is good. And in, spite, and, and in spite of, actually, I should be feeling really poorly. Because when I looked up all my symptoms and what I have got, I thought, actually, praise God I'm not. Yeah? Praise God I'm not. Let's turn it on its end. And I like the sympathy anyway. That felt, that felt nice. <laughs> God is good. And are we all good? We're going to do, we're going to have praise and worship. Chris is going to lead us in a minute. And then we're going to see what God's going to do. Yeah? Because um, God's up to something. Yeah? He's on our case. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose. Yeah? We don't always know what that is. But I am thankful that yet again, when we ask God to speak into our hearts and we take the time out to listen, we hear him. Yeah? It's not rocket science, is it? But we've got to take the time out and we've got to be prepared to put on our listening ears, which is what we say to the children. Who's really good at doing that? Yeah? And God will speak. And I'm finding it very interesting, the season that um, I believe that God is bringing us into. Because those who lean in to Jesus hear his voice. And I'm recognizing that in you. And I'm recognizing it in me. But there has to be a decision on our part that we're going to lean in. We're going to lean into his voice. You see, because what I've discovered is God often doesn't shout it. And if you're talking to Rob, he has to lean in because he don't hear too well. Yeah? And it's actually a picture in our busy lives. Yeah? In all the stuff. Yeah? In all the clamor, in all the voices, we've got to take time out to lean in. If you don't remember nothing else tonight, just all do that. 
I've got to lean in. Do it again, because you'll remember it then. I've got to lean in. Because I want to say to you tonight that the voice of God in our hearts and in our lives is not always obvious. Yeah? And I've got to lean in. Because my life and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So if you take your thumb and you put it in your hand like that and put your fingers over it, that's where you are. You're the thumb. Your life is hidden. That's, it says that in Colossians. My life is hidden with Christ in God. Amen? Let's just worship him tonight. Thank you for bringing us in, Lord. Thank you for your keeping power. And even tonight, Lord, here in your house, help us to lean in. Lord, whatever we've come in thinking and feeling tonight, right now we're going to surrender it to you. The good stuff stuff that's concerning us, the to-do list that we've got, we're surrendering it to you, Lord, tonight. Believing that here in this house, we're going to know your presence. We're going to expect to hear from you. We are loved. And you, Lord God, want us to be available. Tonight, Lord, we say to you, we're available. We're going to make ourselves available to hear your voice. that's intentional on our part available to hear your voice Lord thank you thank you Lord thank you Lord start thanking him you're going to hear his voice thank you Lord you're going to be my helper tonight You're going to be my deliverer tonight. You're going to take that anxiety tonight. You're going to help me hope again. You're going to help me to trust you. You're going to help me to know you just that little bit more tonight. As I lean in. Because you're faithful, Lord. just want you to hear a wonderful testimony 
Annie, will you just come and share? Just allow the presence of God to continue to minister and <laughs> lean in to what Annie's saying. Lean in to what the Spirit of God is doing. Because he's going to bless you. Give me extra eyes. <laughs> uh, this testimony is in three parts, so bear, bear with us. <laughs> um, where's Jen? Yeah, okay. bits of it down because there was a lot to take in um, where do I start I d you know I, di I didn't know where to start to be honest <laughs> I didn't know where to start and I said Lord I, I don't know where to start it's been very overwhelming and at the same time a lot to take in but God is so good He's so good, and I think as we were coming in and they were singing about love, God's love, it was just, I tried to contain and just say, okay, God, you know. But he, he loves us so, 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 so much. I can't even begin to express how much, but he loves us so much. And... Um, So I didn't know where to begin today. And where we begin our story and our testimony isn't where, this is what God put in my heart from the Holy Spirit, it's not where God has begun. He, we begin maybe our story here and our testimonies, but God, began way before that, yeah. way before that, when we were just, he's begun a long time ago, but we share our testimonies and to encourage one another. So this testimony began on the Sunday from when um, there was a lot, there's a lot been a lot going on and my, my brother, uh, I know those of you who've got the prayer chain, know about my brother who um, has kidney disease and you know the hospital have said really basically there's not much they can do but there's been a lot of things going on and my, my uncle passed away as well so um, it's been a very a very emotional time for us as a family different things have been happening and um, at the same time, I was trying to apply for different uh, jobs. I was filling in all sorts of forms and applications and trying to do a CV. And it was just, everything was just, it was just overwhelming. But, um, you know, I still felt God's peace. And I thought, I'm giving it to you, God. But there was a lot happening. I needed to speak to Wendy. So um, on the Sunday, I said, oh, Wendy, is it possible to 
to come and see you, to see you, and uh, do you have any time? She said, you know what, um, I'm, I'm going to be in your area, so I'll come on Tuesday. And so I thought, that's wonderful, that's, that's even better, and we can, you know, we can talk then. But there was just so many things. Uh, going on but you know I thought it's in God's hands and we talked and we said right we'll do this and then we'll do this and that was the plan to go through different things and I needed references and all sorts um, and so we, we left it there and the plan was to discuss different things so the Sunday night after the service at home um, I had to, again, to go through the applications. Long story short, it took forever. It seemed like forever. And um, I was really tired. And after, I just wanted to get my mind back on God, you know, with doing all the paperwork. So I just put the service on. So I logged in. I thought, oh, it's there. Great. Thank you, David. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so logged into the service and just wanted to worship God. Just before I went to bed, I just thought, I just want to worship you, Lord. Just keep put my mind on you, you know. And uh, um, there was a prayer request come through. It wasn't from the prayer chain, but um, for my dear friend. And <laughs> yes, is that okay? Yeah, okay. So... Jenny sent a request through for prayer, and I thought, oh, yes, I must pray for Jenny before I go to bed. And also, Leanne was due uh, to have an operation with a wisdom tooth on the Monday. So I thought, okay, I've got those two. Before I go to bed, I'm going to make sure I'd like to do it there and then as they come through. And so Kat was leading the worship, so we began to worship with the with the service and just worship the Lord and I really felt God's presence and I just thought yeah I felt everything was calm and time to go up now and Trevor had gone up earlier so I went upstairs and I thought right I said oh my goodness I've got to still pray for Jenny yes I must do that prayed for Leanne and prayed and then started to pray for Jenny So as I was praying for Jenny, that God will just intervene and just put her in his hands because he knew her heart and the situation that she was in. And as I, as I began to enter in, my prayers were interrupted. And that's how I say it was interrupted. I, I thought I was still praying, but suddenly I was in a different place. I don't even know how I got there, whether I fell asleep, whether it was a vision. I, I really couldn't tell you, but I just knew I was somewhere else. And I saw this little girl come running, running. And I thought, oh, this little girl, she looks so familiar this little girl. And then I realized this little girl, I thought that even the way that her little dress, and, and I thought, she, actually, she looks like me as a little girl. And 
I recognise the little dress I used to always wear this dress and when I was younger it was one of my favourite dresses, navy blue, this little zip. And um, I thought, oh goodness, that's, that's me. And so as I looked, there was another lady who, we didn't have a grandma, but there were lots of grandmas, as you know, people who say grandma. And so there was this lady and she came and she said, hi, and she looked at me and she said, go and tell your sisters and your brothers to come. I have something for them, I have a feast. So I thought, oh. and as a little girl, I was just so excited and just looked and, oh. and she said, yes, go and tell them, bring them all. And I said, yes, and she'd bring them. And so I was so excited to get my brothers and sisters to come and to eat. She was going to cook and she was a good cook. And I, oh. So I was, so I ran and I could see myself running down the road, got my brothers and sisters, was so excited. They all came back with me. There's nine of us, so you can imagine. So came running back with me and we all came and she said, come. And we went to the house and she opened the, you know, the door. Come on in. So we all went in, really excited to eat and she sat us around this table and we all sat around the table. And we were hungry, of course. <laughs> and really just excited about the food. And um, she came, she says, she came out with a bowl and a chicken, of chicken, like a bowl of chicken in the oven. And she said, I haven't got much, but here we are, you know, here. And she put it on the table and we all looked and thought, that's not going to feed. That, that's not going to feed us all. And she put it in the middle of the table, and my brothers and sisters' faces just dropped. You know, like what? I thought this was a supposed to be a feast. You know, so they were looking at me and the, the looks. You know, and the looks that they give you to say, mm, you know, I thought you said. I was so disappointed, I was so embarrassed, just looked down and I looked at and she started to look in the cupboards and say, I'll just see what else I've got. Well, we thought, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay, no, we'll be fine, this is fine, this is fine, this is fine. So nobody wanted to ask her for, you know, because she didn't really have much, but the disappointment was just overwhelming. So we were sharing this little bit of chicken and a little piece each and we were trying to, but I didn't feel like eating. I was so disappointed and my, with my brothers and sisters and family just looking at me to say, really, you know, why? You, you said it was a feast, you said she invited us, but in, in their faces said it all really. So as I sat there as a little girl just sitting, I just couldn't eat with them. I just thought, it's okay. And so they were picking little bits and we sat. And suddenly I heard a voice say, come, come, come. 
voice coming from. I looked and said, come, eat. And I thought, come and eat. So I turned to my right and I looked. And there, there was like a light appeared on my right-hand side. And I thought... So I looked at my brothers and sisters to say, can you see this? Can you see this? But none of them could see. And again, he said, come, eat. And the light got brighter and it opened and he said, you won't be disappointed at my table. And I looked and I thought, and so as I stepped forward, he said, come. I came in and he said, eat. And as I came through, I still, as I was walking, looking back, because I wanted to let them know, you know, to, to let them be part, you know, can they come and eat as well? But he said, you, you come, you eat. And so I looked and I thought, looked at the table and there was just a fuss. There was just so much. And as I came through the open door, I could see a beautiful, there was a beautiful light and the smells were just so homely and it was so warm. I remember feeling such a warmth, a warmth there and it was so inviting and lovely. And the spread and the feast and he said again, come and eat. So I slowly sat down, looking at the table with everything that was on the table. I just couldn't believe there's no way that this could be all for me. There's just how, you know, it's so much. So I sat down and I looked and I recognized the food. I thought there's chicken. There was different foods that I recognized, soul food and different things. And then, as I looked, I thought, well, I'm going to eat. So I reached out for the for chicken. And as I pulled it towards me to take a bite, it said, hope. And I looked, I said, hope. I'll, I'll have some hope, I'll have some of that. So I took a bite. And I thought, okay. So I saw bread. There was bread. So I reached over to the bread and I, I thought, right, I'll take some of that. So as I took the bread, the words came in. It said, healing. And then I thought, okay, healing, I'll have some. So I took a bite. And then the third thing, there was another food and I reached for that and it said, confidence and then I remember they looked like vegetables or something and I reached out again with this hand and as I picked it up it said finances and then it disappeared and my hand was full of it had money in my hand and I looked and I thought God's going to provide finances and all these things were things that, you know, God knew, only God knows. And so, 
in the middle of the table, there was, it looked like soup to me. And I, th I like a good bowl of soup. <laughs> so I thought, I'm going to have soup. I wonder what the soup would be. So I reached in to take a scoop of the soup. And as I did, it disappeared and all my hands were red. And I thought, what's this? Just dripping in it. It was like it was dripping red. And as, as I looked up, suddenly it was an overwhelming feeling. I started to think of how Jesus died for me and his love. And I just started to weep. And I started to say, thank you, God for sending your son, Jesus. Thank you, God, for sending your son, Jesus. And as I looked at my hands, suddenly all the red, and I realized it was the blood of Jesus. It was like a reminder, and my whole, my whole being just became overwhelmed with love. And the red turned to a heart shape in my hand. It all came into a heart shape that I recognized. I know a heart shape isn't, I know our hearts are not shaped like, but it came to a shape that I would recognize. So I took it and I just put it towards my heart. And I felt such love and such a peace. I just wept and said, thank you God for sending your son Jesus. Thank you God. And I just woke up crying and just in God's presence. But before, that's it, excuse me. Yeah, so I put it to my, my heart and then I began to cry. And then there was so much on the table. So before I woke up, I thought there's no way that I'm going to be able to, to eat all this or to, to contain all this. So I decided to just fall on it. <laughs> yeah. So I looked at it and I thought, well, the only way to get everything is to fall on it. So I just literally went like this <laughs> and just fell on it. <laughs> and I stayed there. And it was like I was just being filled, 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 filled. Like God was just filling me, filling me up, filling me up. And then I woke up. And with tears in my eyes, but I still felt the presence of God all around me. So, so in such a powerful way. And um, believe it or not, it was early morning. I don't know how, whether I slept or not, but when we woke, I said, Trevor, you'll never guess what happened. And I was trying to share with Trevor in the morning <laughs> while he was trying to get ready for work. And, I was too <laughs> and then the heart, and then the chicken, and then uh, there was, I think there was vegetables there. And yeah, 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 okay, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was just... I was 
just like, oh my goodness. I said, honestly, the food and the whole, and I was trying, and then there was dripping, and then I was, so I was trying to explain. <laughs> I was trying to explain, you know, to, but it was just so, I mean, you know, everything, God, God knows our hearts. And so, the same day, Leanne was due for the operation, so there was a lot happening, a lot to still to take in and trying to maintain and what, what, what just happened. And so I kept a prayerful heart throughout the day. And as we got to the hospital, um, Leanne was due, and I thought I was going to go in with her, so I was all prepared to go through the doors to the ward. And... Um, as we got through, they said, goodbye, it's time for you to go. And I thought, oh, okay, I thought we're going to go in, but that's fine. And she said, three hours after the operation, then that's how long it will take for recovery, so she'll be a while. So I thought, okay, that's fine, we'll keep connected if possible. So as I'm coming out of the, the ward, Jenny comes on my mind again, so... I prayed for Leanne, and I, you know, when we left, I said, right, everything's going to be fine. And I'm coming out, and I'm, I start to pray for Jenny again. I said, Lord, wherever she is, Lord, just, just, just strengthen her, just be with her. And I can't remember the exact words, and I was just praying for her. I said, you, you have her in your hands, I remember saying that. And I'm walking down the corridor. There was no one on the corridor. And this lady's coming towards me. So I'm praying. And I just stood there for a moment with my hands like this. Because I thought I wasn't expecting to see anybody. So I said, yes, Lord. Just, I know you've got her in your hands, Lord. And you've got everything under control. Whatever she needs, Lord. And then I'm opening my eyes because I can hear someone walking towards me. I'm thinking, yes, Lord. So I thought, okay, walk slowly. And then I started to see this lady with a mask right up to here. And I thought, oh, Lord, she's even, she's on my mind so much that people are beginning to look like her, Lord. <laughs> I literally, <laughs> so <laughs> walking down the corridor, Okay, okay, Lord, yes, Lord, aren't you wonderful? Even this lady looks like her, but Lord, just remember, just remember, remember. And I looked again and I thought, hang on a minute. She, and she's coming towards me and I'm thinking, no, it can't be. So carried on, I thought, mm, okay, just smile, walk past, you know. I said, yes, Lord, so thank you, Lord. And she looks at me and she says, Annie? And I was like... Jenny and she said yes I said what are you doing I I didn't even know she worked there didn't know she was a nurse so I I, she literally stood I was in shock and I I literally touched didn't I I went (laughs) she was like what are you I said are you I said is that you? What are, why are you dressed like that? Are you? <laughs> I was literally in such... I was honestly, the hairs on my... I thought, I had no... What are you, I, 
really thought God had just sent her down the corridor from the heavens, wherever she was, she got transported into the hospital. No idea she worked towards it. I was literally in shock. I literally went like this. I thought, oh, and so, so I said, I just got to sit down. Do you mind? Do you mind? She said, No, just so we. <laughs> I know. I so we. I said, and I just was just couldn't believe it because I said I was just praying for you, but how? You know. <laughs> And so there were some seats around the, the corner. <laughs> Thank God. And, and I will let Jenny tell you, well, come to the point where, around the corner. And then, so I had to sort, I started to share with her. I said, you know where it all began? Because I was praying for you last night. <laughs> I said, and then I, it was interrupted. She said, Really? I said, yeah, but you really are here. You know, I just, and she, so we sat and she said, oh, thank you. She said, you, I said, yeah. So I started to share the testimony there. I started to share what happened. And half before I even said anything about going to the Lord's table, she said, I had, I had a verse Sunday, a scripture, and she's, I had a scripture Sunday night, she said, and she will tell you after this, and she said, he brought me to the banqueting table, the verse was, and his banner over me is love. And I said, what? I said, is that a verse? I thought it was a song. <laughs> so, <laughs> this was literally will tell you. <laughs> I said, <laughs> no, I thought, I, there was no word of a lie. <laughs> I actually, the banner over me is love. We used to sing that as, when we were little. But I never knew that that bit was in in the Bible, honestly. So I said, it's a song, in it? She said, what? And I said, that bit, the banner over me is love. Is that in the Bible? And she said, I said, that's the second part of the, that's it then. The lo-. So we were there. Oh, well. I said, but the, I said, it's actually in the Bible, that bit says the banner. And she said, yes. And I said, yes, but the, as the song I remember, he built, and I thought, don't sing it, Annie, don't. It's, there's no time for that. I was literally going to sing it. I was just, you know, and Jenny was like, what? So then Jenny began to, so come Jenny, you've got to explain. So my, yeah, my side of it was some that I'd had a bit of a, a bad week and I'd contacted Wendy and then because I had to go into work on Monday and oh okay sorry because I had to go into work on Monday and I, I was dreading it over a particular situation so I thought oh what, what can I do so I thought I'll just quickly send Annie a message just to 
kind of give me the, the courage to face up to something that was going on on the Monday. And um, on the Sunday afternoon, that, that was the scripture that came into my mind. And also a, um, a picture not dissimilar to, to what Annie saw of a banqueting table spread out with food and a banner of love that that God is is giving us in you know in addition to the abundance of the banqueting table that the, the the love is the 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 important bit um so that that was the the feeling that I had for myself and then just the same as Annie's described that we walked into each other on a corridor and it was sort of in the in the basement of the hospital, so we wouldn't have expected to see each other. And I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, that looks really like Annie, but I, why would she be here? And then when we did sit down, because I think you would have fainted <laughs> at that point, so we sat down and then Annie showed me, in fact, I can see it here. So when she'd had the the the, the prayer or the, the vision that she'd had, she'd written it down and showed me everything exactly as as you've described. So, and then we we talked about it for a while, and I said, "Do you think we should tell anyone?" Because <laughs> it sounded a bit mad, and I said, "You know, tell Trevor, obviously." And and then I said to talk to Wendy when Wendy came over to visit, but I thought didn't know whether we you know should share it because it was a bit strange. <laughs> But the, the confirmation was the, the scripture, which was just amazing for, for both of us. So I'm glad that Wendy encouraged, you know, I'm glad that you did encourage Annie to, to share the story. So... <laughs> oh, dear. God's got a sense of humour, hasn't he? <laughs> when he created me, I just, you know. <laughs> Did I sing a bit of it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's, I know, I thought, sorry, you haven't got time, have you? And I, I, you know, I just couldn't believe that bit was, but anyway, God knows. <laughs> I do read the Bible, honestly, Pastor. <laughs> Yes, so God knows. So, so the Tuesday came, and Wendy, Wendy came came to see me, and uh, I just really didn't know whether to say anything or not because because I. Cause I to be honest, I was scared to say it. I thought, I, I don't know, I really just probably think she's really lost it this time. <laughs> but I, I honestly did not know what to say, whether to share it or not. But I thought, see how it goes. I, I really, that's not why Wendy came. And so I thought, so I'm not. I'm not going to mention it. I'll just see it go flow and talk about what we were going to, you know. So we started off that way and just sharing about the different things. 
And then I thought, I can't do this, I can't. It's just there, bubbling, and I'm... And I just had so many questions, and there were just so many things going through, and I thought to myself, I, I just got it, I just don't know if... Um, so, I just said, look, Wendy, something happened on Sunday. So, Wendy said, what? And I said, something happened on Sunday. I know it's not what, you know, we're going to talk about, but, you know, um, and I started to explain what happened. And God's presence just came into that place, you know, into our, our, the front room and I had a lot of questions with different things that I was going through and um, over time you know um, nobody would know those questions but God a lot of them I felt there were so many unanswered questions and things that only God knew in that secret place when I would just go and pray and say, God, I, why? You know, I just don't understand, you know. And I had so many questions and things. Trev spoke on there will be rivers. Well, there was a river in our front room that day. Wendy, God just began to speak through Wendy, like that I've got my back to you. I don't like, I have my back to you. So are you okay? Yeah, so um, Wendy began to speak, and um, it was like rivers, just, it was like I was at the banqueting table all over again. But this time, it was being explained. And Wendy was beginning to speak. She actually understood. And she was answering questions that I've had for a long time, for some of them, for years. And God was just speaking through Wendy. And I, to the point where I thought, hang on a minute. I just said, hang on a minute, Wendy. I just, it was so much to take in, but yet my, I felt my, it was all, go, it was coming and just flowing and just flowing. And Wendy began to speak and said, yes, and this means this, and this means there were personal things to me, that there was no way, no way that Wendy would have known some of these questions that I had, because I spoke to God in secret, in quiet, you know, in my prayer, in my heart, in that silent prayer, in that time where you just got no words. But what? God spoke through what the Holy Spirit was speaking through Wendy. My questions were being answered. My prayers were, everything was becoming clear. And I thought, my goodness, I, I was really still just absolutely shocked. And just, because I just didn't expect that's how the day was going to go. That wasn't the plan but God messes our plans up. <laughs> his ways are not ours, and his thoughts are not ours. And again, it was interrupted the day. And 
what an amazing morning that was. It was like swimming in the Lord's presence. It was just such a powerful time and I was just listening and listening. And the, I couldn't even write it or anything. So I said, do you think you could send or somehow send some of it? You know, can you remember what what was said? So, and he said, "Of course, I will." And um, bless you, you did send me that evening, and we prayed together. And um, Wendy prayed for me, but I just felt such such a presence of God there. And for me, it was just beyond more more than what you know. I could have even imagined would have happened from from that time, from the Sunday, and from Wendy saying, "Oh, come around," you know. And uh, so next time, if Wendy asks, says she's coming to your house, <laughs> watch out. <laughs> but really, honestly, God was just so good, and some of you know, it's. Even now, even today, I was still writing some of the things. And, you know, there was things that were still coming to mind that that you said and um, how God just spoke through Wendy. And really, you know, the deeper questions and and things that... um, God knows our hearts, doesn't he? And... Wherever you are, God can see and he knows. He knows even those silent silent prayers, you know. And he sees, he sees everything, everything, you know. So just trust him and he does see you and he wants you to receive as well. He wants you to receive. I was so... I so wanted to share, and God said, no, you, you come, you eat. And sometimes we do, we need to just, you and God, just just fall at his feet if you have to, just take what he has for you. You do deserve that. I didn't think maybe I, I, I deserve to have all that, food, all that that was there, I thought, well, I'll just share this, it's just, it was a natural thing for me to do, you know, why, this isn't all, it can't all be for me, you know, but even that time when Wendy was, was sharing and when God was speaking through Wendy, even I, then I thought, wow, this is a lot, you know, even then, but wanted me to receive he wanted me to receive and so i hope that it's been an encouragement to you today and thank you Wendy. we can't explain the presence of god that filled annie's living room that morning um and when she began telling me i thought well how am i gonna piece any of this together the same sort of reaction that we all had and we, we did laugh, didn't we? But, and then it was just download from the Spirit of God and it was beautiful. Um, and it was 
some of it was things that um, the Spirit of God had been starting to show me. And, um, and then when I looked in the Word and, and, and thought about it, I thought, we all have seasons in our lives when we're hidden. And we blame the enemy usually. But do you know that God has to hide us? And that's one of the sensings that I had, and I'm not going to say all of it because I won't break any confidences because I really didn't know any of the things that God was telling me. But they were known to Annie. And it was beautiful. It, it humbled me enormously. And, um, and one of the things I did sense, and I know I can say this, is that God's had Annie hidden. He, he, he's took her. You've all seen her, and she's continued to praise God and worship God, and she's honoured him. And she's took time out, but it's been hard, hasn't it, for lots and lots of reasons. And I started thinking of people in the Bible, and then I started thinking at times in my own life. And I thought, sometimes God hides us. And we can't step out of that place because God's got to do a work in us. And it's a work that can't come any other way. It's the secret place. It's a hidden place. It can be short. It can be long. You can feel like nothing's ever going to change. And why am I in this place, God? I love you with all my heart. But you've got me in this place. And um, I just got this real sense in that the Spirit of God is saying, lean into my voice. You see, Annie took time out. She was overwhelmed, and that was one of the reasons she was going to talk to me. But she knew that she needed God in that moment, and so she started listening to the service from the Sunday morning. And God started to minister to her and took her to another place. I'm not sure where she went. <laughs> I don't think she knows where she went. Um, doesn't matter, does it? But somewhere in the spirit, God wanted to take her. And he wanted her to hear that actually it's been this and it's been that. And it's been because he's going to bring her into a wide place. And God's been preparing her. You see, the season of preparation is not usually a nice feeling. Yeah? It can be frustrating and can we, we want it to be over quickly. But actually, for God to do a real work in us, it's in the secret place. It's in the hidden place. It's in the place that nobody else sees. Yeah? And so your testimony is an encouragement to us tonight because I know that there are people in here, you can call it a waiting season, you can call it a silent season, you can call it a season when nothing seems to go right but everything's going wrong. And there's one thing after another, after another, after And when is this going to end? Because it's just going on and on. And it depletes us. And it leaves us feeling, oh. Mm -hmm. And 
we become exhausted in those seasons. But God is the strength of our life. Yeah? And something quite special is taking place. And I just saw it as a picture of what I believe um, God is bringing us into. I believe individually and as a church. I believe that we're going to see an opening up. We're going to see things happening. Um, and I believe that God's on our case. And it will feel sometimes like we've lost the plot. Just like, I mean, Annie's story sounded funny. You know? And, and um, there wasn't any real answer to it. But it left a move. But it left you with more questions, didn't it? But God won't leave us like that. Yeah? So bless you, Annie. That, that's, that, that's beautiful, what, you, what you've shared. And, and, and just, just sort of in closing, you know, um, I talked about us being hidden in that sense that God hides us. And I really think we, we have to go through that time, different times maybe in our lives, um, and then, as I was thinking about some of it, I just started, you know, just simply thought, well, they, these people just came to my mind in the Bible, where God hid these people. Noah got hidden in the ark. Jonah was in the whale. Moses was in the basket. Esther was in the palace. Joseph was in a pit and then in a prison. Elijah was under a broom tree. He thought he was going to die. So did the others. Elisha was by the brook. Gideon was under the terebinth tree. And the angel visited him. Paul was in prison. The disciples were in a boat. Mary stayed hidden with Elizabeth until Jesus... Every single person, and, I, and I've just picked out a few that were just coming into my head had periods in their life where God had them hidden. Yeah? And in that time, for the majority of them, they felt like they were going to die. It was so overwhelming. But God had to allow them to go into that place so that he could reveal his heart and he could teach them things that you can't know unless you're in that hidden place you see if we don't understand the blessing of the secret place and, and it can be it doesn't matter about what's got you there but there will usually be something that's got us there yeah? You see, he really wants us to make room for him. And there's a song that the worship group have learned, and, um, and we're going to be doing it at some point, and it says, Here is where I lay it down. It's not, not here, it's not in church. We can do that. But a secret place is so much bigger than that. So much deeper than coming into a church service. 
The secret place is where I lay it down. Every burden, every crown. This is my surrender. No eyes are seeing you there, but God. And in that place, I'll make room for you to do whatever you want to. And you can't actually pray a prayer like that. You can't even sing a song like that. Unless you've allowed those situations to bring you in to that secret place. You see, getting answers to prayer is absolutely wonderful and really important. And God answers prayer. But hearing the voice of God in the intimacy of prayer is our true strength and life. Yeah? And the reason we felt the presence of God in Annie's living room was because he came. Yeah? I didn't know. And he wasn't even going to tell me. But Jesus came and he can come in any place, at any time. But we've got to, we've got to get the hang of listening. I was in the swimming pool on Saturday morning. Rob said, you've been a long time. Well, yeah, I was praying for this lady in the swimming pool. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? There was me one minute doing breaststroke. Next minute, this lady's sharing her problems with me. And I said, oh, and I went to say to her, I'll pray for you. And I felt the Holy Spirit had said, yeah, you will now. So in the swimming pool, we stood. And we prayed, because I heard the voice of God. You see, it's so easy to say to somebody, I'll pray for you. Yeah. <coughs> That's easy. But then the Spirit of God said, yeah, you will now. I had to hear the voice. And it was gentle, and it didn't, you know, force me. And I knew there and then, and after we prayed, the lady said to me, Wendy, I so needed that. I didn't know that. I so needed that. We've got to hear. We've got to learn to lean. That's what I said at the beginning of tonight's service. Lean. Sometimes I get it right and sometimes I get it wrong. But I believe in these days we are going to be more aware of his presence. No, I know we're busy. <laughs> I know the life, this life is challenging. I know all the things that we need to be doing. But unless we are doing this, then we haven't got strength. And we haven't got peace. And we're going through motions. Yeah? Jesus is teaching us something, I believe so that the eyes of our understanding will be opened. Because the bottom line is, people, we don't know how to pray. And we think we do. But the Holy Spirit needs to teach us. 
It says clearly in the book of Romans, the Holy Spirit himself prays for us. And that's why we can pray with the understanding and with the Spirit. Sometimes I start with understanding and next minute I'm in the Spirit. Because I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to say. I don't really know what you need. I don't really know that. Only the Spirit of God knows that. And he builds our faith. And faith doesn't come from the mind. Faith is our connection with God in our spirit. Amen? And that's the part that comes into agreement with God. That's when you know that you know that you know. Yeah? Because it's bypassed here where all the doubts and all the battles are and the connection is made with my spirit and God's spirit and I know that I know that I know. Yeah? He's building us so that we can understand his ways and he wants us to build ourselves up in his most holy faith. Do you know what I've learned? And I'm still needing to learn. Some situations will not change until I've leaned in to his voice. It's the bottom line. When I look back over my life and certain situations, they did not change till I leaned in. And I heard God's voice. Otherwise, we pray prayers parrot fashion. We pray things from memory. But God wants to speak to our voice, in, speak to our heart in that moment. You see, it's what happened to Annie. We may not all get experiences like that. It will be different. But that's what Annie needed in that moment. And so God took her aside so he could reach her in, in, in the busyness of the things that were going on in her life. He said, I'm just going to take you aside so that you can hear my voice. And it changed. It changed Annie in that moment. It's, I believe it's changed situations in her family. And moving forward, there will be a difference and an anointing upon that which God is doing. We need to lean into his voice until we know that our lives are hid with Christ in God. Amen? I hope tonight you've been blessed. A bit different, but God is speaking to our hearts. I really believe it. I really believe that as we trust him, so don't fear that time of silence in your life as it appears. I loved how Annie said it, that she didn't know where to begin tonight. And she began it where she knew she felt her testimony. But her testimony had begun way before that, way back. You know, your testimony, your life is way back because God's got you where he wants you. And he's working his purposes out in and through you. Amen.
Keep leaning into his voice. I've got to lean into your voice. I just want to pick up on just a couple of things. Everything you've heard tonight has been promised in here. This prophetic word, what Annie, you received, has, has been promised in here by God. And the other thing that is intriguing me, and I battle in my mind every time I use this phrase, theology, Jesus stepped in. You use the phrase, Jesus came into that room when you two together. My theology struggles a little bit with that, but, but I've seen it with John. I saw Jesus walking into that Derriford Hospital ward up to his bed. Don't ask me to explain it theologically. All I know is he, he came. I would say to you tonight, you, Wendy said just now, you may not have, a, you won't have a similar experience, but you will have an experience where Jesus is going to walk into your life because it's been promised us and this prophetic word. You want to keep this before your eyes because it's coming to pass. And what God has put into your hands, which was for you, you started to name them. You're going to feast on them and then you're going to give it away. Everything that you saw when it was changed, whatever you, bit you took and it was called something, God says, I'm going to put people in your way who are going to need an element of what you have already received. Just give it away. And you'll see their life changed. We are... I can't explain, I don't want to explain it. I, I, I don't want to try and break this down. I, part of me doesn't understand it, but I'm not called to understand it. I'm called to follow it. And that's why I keep emphasizing the importance of this prophetic word. It's coming to pass. And everyone in this church will have an opportunity. It'll be different for you in some way or another, but God's going to open himself up to you. And you lean, as, you, as he opens himself up, it draws you to lean in because you want to hear what he's saying. Desperately want to hear what he... And it is the still small voice. So it, we're living in exciting times. And it's life and spiritually changing times. It's not going to be church as you've known it because that puts God in the box. He says, I'm coming out of my box and I'm going to reveal myself to you in a new way and I'll take you by surprise. Yeah. And that was part of the interpretation and Annie heard the voice of the spirit I believe say it's 
you, you, you couldn't take your brothers and sisters with you. She wanted to take them with her. And, and the Spirit of God said, you. You see, you, you have to come and feed first. Then when you do, and the picture was already there in the fact she met Jenny. You see, it was already working. Annie, it feasted. And she's still having that revelation being opened up to her. And then she saw Jenny because she could share with Jenny what she'd feasted on. We can't share with others unless we feasted. And if we feasted, then we're full of the Spirit of God. You see, other people don't need me. They don't need me. Not all. They need the Jesus in me. Yeah? They don't need you. They need the Jesus in you. Lovely as you are. And God loves us, but that's what he's seeking to do, I believe. Bring that out of us, and then we hear him. And then we will have the courage. You see, I believe what this new season will do and is preparing us for, we're going to have a new authority. Yeah? Actually, it's not a new authority. It's the authority that Jesus has given us. The problem is we don't recognize it half the time. Yeah? And I'm not talking about being bold and being, oh, yeah. It comes from the secret place. It comes from that knowledge of knowing that I am Christ's and he is mine. Yeah? And there's something quite special that's taking place. That when we visit one another, when we meet one another, when we see somebody outside, we can say, I'm going to pray for you. And before our eyes, see something change. Annie met Jenny. In the hospital, in that moment, there was an interaction of the Spirit of God and it changed. I met a lady in the swimming pool. I'm going to pray. There was an interaction, a very quick prayer. She changed in that moment. She could manage. She could cope. People out there need to know that we've been in the secret place. And you won't have to look for people. They will find you. They will find you. Because you've got so much of the Spirit of God to give. Amen. Let's stand together, shall we? Thank you, Lord, for Annie's testimony, which has been an example of your love and your grace and your goodness and your kindness. Thank you for Jenny's testimony <laughs> as you ministered to her. Thank you, Lord, tonight. Thank you for what you're doing. And give us the courage to make room for you. To expect you to interrupt our lives. To interrupt every meeting. To interrupt every sermon. To interrupt 
every part of who we are and what we do. So that we can lean into your voice and see situations changed and see your presence enter a living room and not be the same again. We surrender, Lord, for you are the way. Yours is the truth, and you are our very life. I pray tonight, Lord, that we will hope again.